The Haughty Princess by Patrick Kennedy There was once a very worthy king whose daughter was the greatest beauty that could be seen from far or near but she was so proud she couldn't agree to marry any king or prince Her father was tired out at last and invited every king and prince and duke and earl that he knew or didn't know to come to his court and give her one more trial they all came the next day after breakfast they stood in a row on the lawn and the princess walked along in front of them to make her choice one was fat and she said i won't have you beer barrel one was tall and thin and said i won't have you ram ramrod to a white faced man she said i won't have you pale death and to a red cheek man she said i won't have you coxcomb she stopped a little before the last of all for he was a fine man in face and form she she wanted to find defect in him but he had nothing remarkable but a ring of brown curly hair under his chin she admired him a little and then carried it off with i won't have you whiskers so all went away and the king was so vexed that he said to her now to punish you i'll give you to the first beggar man that calls and sure enough fellow in rags with hair to his shoulders and a bushy red beard all over his face came next morning and began to sing before the windows as the song was over the hall doors were opened the singer was asked in and the priest brought the princess married to beardy she roared and she bowed but her father didn't mind her there said the said he to the bridegroom is 5 guineas for you take your wife out of my sight and never let me lay eyes on her or you again off he led her and in dismay enough she was the only thing that gave her relief was the tones of her husband's voice and his gentle manners whose wood is this said she as they were going through one it belongs to the king you called whiskers yesterday he gave her the same answer about meadows and the cornfield and at last a fine city ah what a fool i was she said to herself he was a fine man and i might have had him for a husband at last they were coming up to a poor cabin why are you bringing me here she asked this is my house said he now it's yours she began to cry but she was tired and hungry and went in with him there was neither a table laid out nor a fire burning and she was obliged to help her husband to light it and boil their dinner and clean up the place after 
and the next day he made her put on a gown and a cotton handkerchief when she had her house cleaned up and no business to keep her employed he brought home some willows peeled them and showed her how to make a basket but the hard twigs bruised her delicate fingers and she began to cry well then he asked her to mend their clothes but the needle drew blood from her fingers and she cried again he couldn't bear to see her in tears so he got her a kitchen maid's place in the palace so the poor thing was obliged to stifle her pride once more she was kept away very busy and she went home to her husband every night carrying her payment of scraps of leftover food wrapped in papers in her side pockets a week after she got the job there was great bustle in the kitchen the king was going to be married but no one knew who the bride was to be well in the evening the cook filled the princess's pockets with cold meat and puddings and then she said before you go let us have a look at the great doings in the big parlor so they came near the door to get a peep and who should come out but the king himself he was none other but the king whiskers himself your handsome helper must pay for her peeping he said to the cook when he spotted them and dance a jig with me whether the princess would or not he held her hand and brought her up into the parlor the fiddler struck up and away went with him and her but they hadn't danced two steps when the meat and the pudding flew out of her pockets everyone roared in laughter and she flew to the drawer crying pettishly but she was soon caught by the king and taken back into the parlor do you know me my darling said he i'm king whiskers your husband at the ballad singer your father knew me well enough and when he gave you to me to drive your pride out of you well she was filled with fright shame and joy love was uppermost anyhow for she laid her head on her husband's breast and cried like a child the maids of honor soon had her dressed as fine as hands and pins could do there were mother and father too and while the company were wondering what had happened to the handsome girl and the king they came in and such rejoicing and fine doings as there were none of us will ever see anyway the end